Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. We're talking about nutrition and food in summertime. I asked you guys on Instagram, what was the biggest struggle with staying on track in your health and fitness in the summertime? Overwhelmingly, we said nutrition because we are on the go, have little time, and there's a lot of events. So that's what I'm going to be talking to you guys about today, giving you some simple, straightforward hacks that are helpful to you with your nutrition during this wonderful season. If you live in the Midwest, it is our wonderful season where there is a lot of events and being on the go and more activities and a lot more things to do on the weekends and being out and about because what are we doing the other parts of the year? We are hiding in our winter hermit holes because it is so cold outside, right? And so I'm going to be talking about staying on track really during this time. And for me, I hate to even kind of say this, but for me, this is one of my easier times to stay on track with my nutrition. And if you're like, what? How is that? How is that true? I'm going to tell you all the things today. But remember, I'm talking about the Feminine Edge Co. because we are launched for founding member enrollment. Founding member enrollment is happening right now. Get in there, get in on the freebies, come into the community. It is on an app, which is so cool and so fun to be chatting with all of you ladies in there already. You have the intentional time management course in there as a bonus. So if you really want to know how I prioritize the intentional priorities of my life and then making sure my day-to-day to-do list reflects those intentional priorities so that I'm not just piling on a to-do list that is full of things that do not matter and I make sure I focus on things that are going to honor my priorities and also help me get make small steps towards my goals that's all explained in the course that's already in there I'm also sending freebies out to founding members this is just really really cool and our first class is June 7th so you have until June 6th to enroll and June 7th we have our first class once we have our first class enrollment is closed for the month and then open enrollment doesn't happen until the end of the month. So make sure you guys are hopping in there, taking advantage of the freebies, introducing yourself to the community, and getting familiar with our app. This is just so cool. Is it like clear that I think this is awesome, that this is a community that is not on social media? It is in an app, and only the members of our community get access to this app. So like, It's just our squad. It's the coolest thing. But let's roll into today's episode. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. So let's talk about and really come at this from the places that are the biggest struggle. So that's being on the go, not wanting to spend a lot of time in the kitchen, 
and events. So those are the two topics that I'm really going to be talking about here. And within my rant and within my tips and strategies and hacks, there's going to be a lot of really great things, tactical tips that you can implement, but also it's a lot about mindset shifts and changes because I think you'll be really surprised at how I have made it so simple and how I strategize myself for success nutritionally to have foods that are convenience and don't take a lot of meals that don't take a lot of time and I know those things to have on hand. I do put a lot of those meals on repeat. But let's let's just dive in and talk about being on the go all the time and wanting to spend minimal time in the kitchen. And I totally get it because even we just have our five-year-old and a couple activities this summer. And when I added those types of things to our calendars and in our evenings and a couple during our daytimes, I was just like, whoa, even just adding a little bit of a like little a little activity can really alter and change how the dynamic of our time is being spent and when I really need to have things on hand and grab and go type of stuff and then also not wanting to spend a lot of time in the kitchen when it is hot outside and we have especially the days that when I was staying at home with my kids and I didn't have them in a consistent daycare schedule I would be outside with them so much. My kids are just outside kids. They love being outside. And then when my husband would come home from work, I'm like, literally the last thing I want to do right now, the last thing I want to do right now is stand over the stove or heat up the whole house with the oven. Like I just, I love having quick and easy convenient meals options. So I'm going to be giving a lot of those realistic tips that I know you see every health and fitness person say and talk about, but that's because a lot of them are true. But I'm also going to share with you some of those elevated things that I do that make it even more simple. Okay. So I know, and because you, hopefully you've listened to the last podcast episode on, on workouts and fitness during the summertime months, I always start off with establishing like what realistically is our season of life right now? Like, and especially with where we live, for some people, I see people going to the grocery store and being like, oh, we decided to have BLTs for dinner tonight. So swinging by the grocery store to pick up stuff for that. No, like when I go to the grocery store, it has to be, I'm getting multiple things. I'm often getting fruits and vegetables that are a mix of some that have a short shelf life and some that have a long. So that's another tip that I have for you is like, yes, when you go to the grocery store, make sure that you are getting things that um, you can bring home and you wash them and you make them prepared and ready to eat. I even like putting a lot of my fruits and veggies in Ziploc baggies in the summertime. I know it's much better to store them in glass containers, but in the summertime, I really do like storing some of them in Ziploc baggies. So then if we are last minute going to a park or if we're last minute going to an activity and then like oh my gosh the kids are going to either be hungry before or after I can grab those fruits and veggies or those um, convenience types produce very quickly I also even like putting a lot of my romaine or my salad mixes in mason jars so then I'm just like throwing in a ton of the prepped vegetables. I've got the mason jar. I put the like protein in there and I shake it up and I can just eat it 
out of the mason jar with a fork, making some simple things that are very easy and quick to grab and go. Because even in the small town that I live in, there's not a lot of options for grabbing dinner or grabbing this and that from this other place. We've got a few places, but if you eat there every single time, you're going to get burnt out. So yes, aligning that tip of having fruits and vegetables that are clean and on hand, but taking it even further of like, instead of having one big container of cut up strawberries, which is what I typically do in spring and winter and fall and having it in one big glass container because I have these square Pyrex that I keep my fruit in. In the summertime, I'm oftentimes putting them into baggy size stuff. So then if we're headed to a park or play date or an activity or something like that, it's just as easy to grab that little package of fruit than it, as it is to grab the goldfish crackers, right? And we go out on the boat a lot. So this is really, really helpful for me when we are going out on the boat because we love Dots pretzels on the boat. Don't get me wrong. But when I have like a baggie of cucumbers, a big, like a big thing of strawberries and carrots, maybe I'm grabbing one of our Greek yogurt dips or something like that, putting that in the cooler. I'm also grabbing the Dots pretzels. I'm really staying on track with my fitness and nutrition. I'm having that nourish and delight element. If you listen to last week's nutrition episode, um, that nourish and delight philosophy makes it so so good to have a well-balanced relationship with food and not telling yourself you can't have chips or whatever on at an event, which we're going to talk about about events here in a second. Um, grilling, you know, I think another reason why it's so much easier for me to eat healthier in the summertime is because of the grill. My husband oftentimes is, you know, he'll marinate chicken on Saturday and cook it up on Sunday and he takes it for lunches and I use it for lunches. And I really think the grill is super helpful. I don't really care for like chicken breasts or anything like that if it's not grilled, but I do really like grilled chicken breasts. I love steak. We love sirloin steak. Um, Just using the grill for so many things is so handy and so helpful. And oftentimes those foods that you are grilling, even brats, you know, we are grilling brats. It's so nice to have those types of proteins on hand. And so if you're not like batch grilling, I would suggest you try that, you know, suggest I would suggest you trying that and then to reheat them. I don't necessarily like reheating my chicken in the microwave because to me that's when it gets like kind of rubbery and weird. When it comes to throwing chicken in salad, I can eat it cold, but I always do prefer to chop up my chicken and then I throw it in a pan on the stovetop. And for me, reheating it that way is the best. And so there's a lot of times where we have that grilled chicken And I use that grilled chicken and that prepped produce to make meals such as quesadillas or nachos are quick and easy or putting things into the air fryer, which is really, really nice for the summertime when you're not using your oven and heating up the whole house. But those those types of things are so great, but also really great, great ideas I found on TikTok actually are like hungry girl salads. And so if you, if you search hungry girl salads, TikTok, even if you pulled up your internet browser, you could probably find some that show up on YouTube or whatever, but there are these like really huge salads, like 
huge. And they're not just the typical like romaine and some tomato and cheese and cucumber and a slap of red onion. Like they are very complex, very like very um, have a big variety of vegetables on them. And they're actually salads that are meant to be with heartier greens. So then when you put a dressing on them, it gets better over time. Okay. And so that's why I really feel like summertime is easier for me to be on track with my nutrition is because we are really prioritizing fresh produce, like fresh produce when it is hot outside, it just, it hits different, doesn't it? And using the grill, that's also super, super helpful. And then when we have a lot of those like delicious prepped things, we can pull together a lot of meals. It can be easy to put together things for nachos and tacos and burrito bowls and quesadillas. I don't know why I'm thinking of just Mexican food, but a lot of those, those things that take time to cook are pre-prepared for us. And we really just do this. I like doing my grocery shopping on Thursday or Friday and then like having our fresh fruits and vegetables on hand for the weekend. Because for us, the weekends, we're at home. And that's often the times where we're obviously eating at home if we're home or we're packing up to bring things onto the boat. And then on weeknights and being busy with weeknights, it's so much easier to have leftovers on hand and to reheat leftovers on those nights instead of making a full meal from scratch on the nights where we're bringing the boys to T-ball or something like that. Having quick and easy meals, and sometimes that does mean for the boys, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Like They'll have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches paired with, my kids do like salad, so salad and then, or cucumbers and carrots or whatever it is, with a fruit, and that's what I call dinner, a well-rounded meal like that. And all of those things take very little time. This is also a time where I give myself grace and when I'm walking through the frozen section at Aldi or at Costco, and if I see those quick and easy type convenience meals, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. A couple of the ones that I like to keep on hand from Aldi, I know there's options like this at Target and Walmart too, but those like um, Asian style stir fries. So I have one in the fridge right now that's like a honey sesame chicken and broccoli. I always grab an extra bag of broccoli or some types of vegetables that would go in there. And I, when I'm cooking that, I will put in both. So I'll put in the frozen broccoli and the bag mix. And so that's kind of giving it even more veggies. Sometimes depending on when you dump it out, you might be like, oh, that's not a lot of chicken. Well, that's okay because I can cut up really quickly and throw in this grilled chicken breast that we had from when we grilled or whatever it was. Ones that I like from Costco, that brand real good. So they had a bacon wrap chicken something that was really good. Some people like their various stir fries. Um, their frozen salmon is really good. So when you're walking through those convenience times, like sometimes in the summertime, it's just so nice to have those things on hand where it's like you pop it in a pan, you heat it up and it is, it's good to go, right? Add in more veggies to have it be more well-rounded instead of like doused in the sauce. And it's fine and it's good because especially when you realistically look at what season you are in, 
It's going to work out. And then that other hack of when you are grocery shopping, don't just buy the fruits and vegetables that are all like all the ones that will get bad quickly. So I like to pair getting like two to three different kinds of fruits and or vegetables. Ones that, do you guys hear Cash scratching his collar? <laughs> That's what that sound is. Um, so for example, we love getting berries and watermelon and strawberries, blueberries, all that kind of stuff. But those do tend to go bad in the same amount of time. And if I'm not going grocery shopping all the time, I don't want to be without um, a fruit or a produce option. So I will get some berries and or watermelon, something like that. But then I pair it with something that stays a little bit more stable, like apples. And so that way we do tend to eat our berries first. Our, my kids don't even know that I plan this. I just kind of do it. I prepare the berries first so they eat them first. And then after we've gone through those berries or they've gone bad, I pop them in the freezer or just about to go bad. You know what I mean? Pop those in the freezer so they can be used for smoothies. Then I start using the apples or sometimes we even get the the like peaches, you know, in the wintertime when produce is not good. I'll do like one package of the like canned peaches of some sort and that will be towards like before I have to go grocery shopping using something like that and then same with vegetables so like baby carrots last I find a little bit longer than something like um, cucumbers right so kind of keeping that in mind like chopped bell peppers will go a little bit, they stay pretty well. A lot of the vegetables stay pretty well, you know what I mean? Asparagus, that's an example. Like if I go to the grocery store and I buy asparagus, I'm usually planning to have that pretty much within two days of getting it. Whereas carrots, potatoes, um, bell peppers, those stay stable a little bit longer. So I'll kind of have those towards the end of the week. Does that make sense? Is that helpful? I don't know. And then talking about events. So what I want to say about events is oftentimes it's really the mindset that takes over everything. So let's say in a week you have, and I'm going to be generous here, you have three special events every week like three special events where maybe one's a date night maybe one's out to dinner with your family and then maybe another's like a celebration for somebody else and if you eat on average around four meals a day so like three meals and a snack or four meals a day or whatever it is you are eating around 12 you have 12 eating opportunities total you guys, do you realize how silly it is to be like, I can't stay on track for the summer because of events when real, realistically, if nine of your meals were nourishing, delicious, like full of lean protein and produce and good healthy carbohydrates, like you're prioritizing the healthy fats, fiber and protein in your nine meals out of the week, those three 
are not going to derail you. Those three are not going to sabotage you. You can have the healthy, balanced relationship with nutrition, but it really starts with the mindset change of seeing it in this way of like, you know, my husband and I are going out for our anniversary dinner. Just because we're going out for that anniversary dinner does not make it a quote unquote cheat weekend. You know, like even if I had two meals on our anniversary weekend that were the delight, they were like, if you listen to that episode, you know the delight reference, but indulgent, like even if two of my meals out of the weekend are indulgent, two out of eight, you guys, it's not that big of deal. You just make sure that when you when you are eating your breakfast, when you are eating those those eating opportunities that are fully within your control, have it be well-balanced, nourishing foods that you enjoy. Like summertime, summertime is like my jam for having my shake in the morning. Like having my, and also new thing I love adding to my shake. Okay, I'm gonna tell you about my shake. You don't have to buy the powder I do, but if you want to, that's fine. But you do wanna prioritize protein and not making it a sugar overload. I just will say that. But this is how I do mine. So I take water and ice and then I use cauliflower rice. So in the frozen section, get rice cauliflower. I'm telling you it adds this texture to it that's like creamy and so good and you're getting more fiber and more nutrition. And so I do rice cauliflower. I do some banana slices. I get frozen bananas. So I'd say it's probably like half a banana. Um, and then I add my chocolate Shakeology is what I use and it has protein and fiber in it. Also a ton of other stuff, but making sure that's high in protein, some frozen avocado. Yes, you can get frozen avocado chunks. It is the best. And then I'll add some chia seed in there and some peanut butter. So I'm getting some good healthy fat and fiber chia seed and cauliflower rice is like my new additions to my smoothie and I'm 10 out of 10 obsessed with them. It keeps me so full, keeps me so focused and I enjoy drinking that. Like I usually make it before I go bring the kids to daycare. So I'm drinking it on my way to daycare before I'm coming back home to start work again. And I tell you like I get to work, I'm focused, I'm in it. And it is, it's so good. So add chia seed and cauliflower rice to your shake. Thank me later. But having those like go-to staples will also be really helpful with you with you staying on track. And if you are in the Feminine Fitness Foundations or if you are in the Feminine Edge community, you will be getting access to my Feminine Fitness food list. So you can also see, depending on what phase you're in in your cycle, what types of fruits or add-ins would be great to add into your shake to kind of spice it up. Like I have my base of my shake being water, ice, cauliflower rice, my protein powder that I like. And now chia seed is like a new must have staple in there because it is so good for your omega-3s and your fiber is like 10 out of 10. But when I am in certain phases, like sometimes that's when I will put berries in my fruit instead of banana. And that's kind of how I 
change it up. I like putting cherries in my shake during my menstrual phase. Like I'm, I'm still having my shake, but I'm having my extras be kind of based on where I'm at in my cycle. And then sometimes I just always have my go-to peanut butter banana situation. This summer, I want you to be in alignment with enjoying it and having fun, but also nourishing your body. So if you haven't listened to that nourish and delight episode, I really want to encourage you to do that and then take some of these healthy hacks that I said about produce and grilling and veggies and all of those things to making it work for you and your family because you can stay on track and you can Also, enjoy the summer and the special things that happen during this season based off of events and and all of the exciting things. I know we have some really great and exciting family things coming up, and I am so pumped for them, and I'm going to go to them, and I'm not going to worry about like, oh, I wonder what they're going to have to eat, or if I... If I do scarf my face, like worry worry about, oh, I overate. Like, no, I'm remembering and reminding myself, even if we have like three events out of a whole week, I can still be on track. And three times out of nine, that's 33% on track, right? You've got this. You've got this. You don't have to put so much pressure on it. It's oftentimes not the actual event that derails us from achieving our goals. It's the aftermath. And that aftermath cycle, that negative vicious cycle that happens, it's it happens because of what your mind is telling you. You know, if you tell yourself like, oh, it's summertime, like I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to throw in the towel. I'm going to YOLO in my life. Like, yeah, you may get to September and be like, hmm wow, I really wish I wasn't so lax in, maybe you would be super proud of yourself. I don't know. But I just know for me, I want to have both that nourishment and delight, that healthy balanced relationship with food where I enjoy the indulgences, but I also know the majority of the time I'm nourishing my body with nutritionally dense food that tastes good to me, that my body is going to enjoy and get energy from because I know that energy is one of our like top resources. Our top one of our top resources is our energy. And if we are constantly eating like trash, we're going to be feeling like trash, right? And I don't want to feel like trash majority of the time. <laughs> like, yeah, there's times where I want to indulge, don't get me wrong, but majority of the time I want to feel really good and really energetic and have the energy to do the things that I want to do this summer and not make it about food all the time. So I have these simple hacks of having the variety of produce and having it prepared and doing meals that are kind of mix and match, but then also having these convenience meals and then also understanding like, oh, a a smoothie to start the day is seriously such a great thing to do. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know you guys always love nutrition-based episodes, and actually that is why in the Feminine Edge Co. community, we will be talking a lot about nutrition when it comes to cycle syncing and hormone support. We'll be talking about the food list, the meal plan idea cheat sheet, and then also... um, talking about how cooking methods impact or can change and fluctuate based on where you're at in your cycle. But that will be in the Feminine Edge community that was highly requested from the ladies. So I hope to see you in there and welcome you in there for Founding Members Week.